0: Well, i've had a fantastic weekend a gorgeous 30 hours in the capital in wellington i was catching up with my youngest who's at uni there enjoying the capital's street life fantastic fantastic weekend i know it was not your average weekend and that's not just the weather which by the way was positively mediterranean not a breath of wind 24 degrees You can't beat Wellington on a good day. And I've gone and taken some classic photographs. You'll find them on my Facebook page. But it was also, uh, of course, the weekend of the Cuba Dupa Festival, which I think that used to be called the Cuba Street Carnival. And it's a celebration of Cuba Street as the thriving, beating heart of the greater Wellington community. Now, this is notable because this was a major event in a city outside of Christchurch. This was a major event that was compromised by the increased security level that is our new norm after the Christchurch mosque attack. Two weeks after the event, the organizers and police decided that the job of protecting nearly 100,000 people on a street in Wellington was just too great. And so they decided not to close Cuba Street and to move the musical acts mostly inside to venues and to have increased security. Now, last week, I thought, well, maybe this is an overreaction and that in changing our lives so much, it was an example of the terrorists winning. But you know what? I was wrong. The street may not have been closed, but my goodness me, it was thronged. There were still two outside venues that I visited, uh, Glover Park and the Herd Factory Square. Yes, we were wandered. Yes, we had bag chicks, but once we were in, it didn't kill the vibe in any way, shape or form. The indoor shows were sweaty, hot fun. So we did it. We had a big old party in Wellington, and as far as I say, that's a glorious middle finger to terror. But while we were doing this, The alleged shooter mumbled into life through the media after a corrections source revealed he was making or wanted to make a complaint about his rights being denied. Now, remember, many of us, including me and and the Prime Minister, have promised never to say his name. That does not mean that we're not going to talk about him, but limited. It would have been nice if corrections could have plugged these sources uh, just for the victim's sake. Now, I can't blame the media for reporting the truth because there's a market for this junk. But somebody from Corrections came out and said he's not happy. And the Sunday Star Times ran with it. Now, I could have predicted this would have happened because this man is not stupid. It is not to be underestimated. And so far, he has been charged with only one murder. And you might see why he believed that he was allowed to have a private visitor a week, a legal advisor pop in and a phone call, thinking he had the same rights as any other charged with murders. But he is not as smart as he thinks he is. Because corrections, in my opinion, are probably within their rights to withhold privileges. So here's the thing. Nothing to see here. But because of the leak, it ended out all over our Sunday front pages, and now, in a way, I'm talking about it. Note to nation. Just turn your back on him, because attention is what he craves. Now, finally, one note, one final note on Wellington. Your traffic congestion from the airport to the city through the Mount Victoria Tunnel is atrocious. I thought I was going to miss the plane. Tailbacks from the tunnel to the airport roundabout all weekend long. What's that? Four kilometers, Five kilometres? Five kilometres? Kent Terrace is a car park, not a road. I know it was Doopa, but it beggars belief that the capital of our nation is linked to the airport by a two-lane tunnel built in 1931, and a second tunnel has been mooted. They did a little test tunnel in the 80s. Somehow, the money not available. And then, what's on the front page of the Evening Post, or sorry, the Dominion Post weekend paper? It was all about save the basin. The lobby group, which helped bring down the Basin Reserve flyover proposal, is preparing to stop a potential second Mount Victoria tunnel. And one of their major concerns is the, the destruction of the character of the historical Mount Victoria suburb. News flash saved the basin. Mount Vic's character is already in tatters with the amount of stationary traffic clogging the tunnel's feeder roads all through that suburb. And I say this lovingly as a former resident of the suburb, and this is a job that should have happened 40 years ago.